This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is an Get it! special report. Now reporting. Baby bottle pop. Yeah, it's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Baby bottle pop. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. All right, I'm here. I'm here. Hello, everyone. Hello. Good evening and welcome to ENN on this Ray Monday. Ray Row and Tiwi today. Tiwi. That's right. And it's presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm, Peter. You know them. Oh, know them well. 888-24-LAW-24, bite back. And I'd like to say good evening to who else? How do we start this, Peter? We have to say good evening to our friend, Don. I've got a team that stinks! You know, Peter, Don rants are interesting. Yeah, Because they, they always have a starting point. Yeah. What you say, everything has a starting point. But this is, when you get something like... I've got a team that stinks! That's yeah. the difference between Don being angry yeah. and five minutes of this. Screw! Go scratch yourself! Your face against the freaking television screen, and you can't remember who didn't bunt. I got a bunch of guys. It's like they're they're humping a football instead of actually playing baseball. Now, if you missed any of that, it's on the Hour One podcast, which is up sure on is. all the, whole the places thing. you get yeah. podcasts. Sure. Uh, TMKS ESPN on Twitter yeah. has tweeted it out. Sure, we have. Uh, yes, Network's TikTok has tweeted sure, it out. Sure, sure. And Don, in an hour, you have forty-four thousand views. Really, that's nice. Yeah, the, the people love the people love when you lose your mind, and everybody is amazed that you didn't curse at any point throughout the whole thing. But we know better because Don's a professional. That's exactly right. Don wouldn't curse on the radio. Never on the Rayro. Are you kidding me? But that was a moment in time, and it was fantastic. And we have something from Peter today too. Michael, you drive. I mean, what's your name, Don? Yeah, well, Peter. You probably said had other stuff. It's just one of those days where it was a Don dominant performance. Well, listen, I, I don't, I don't, I don't search for drops. You know, the drops come, they don't come. You can't mm. compete against Don. All I try to do on days like today when Don's getting in that zone, you know, people ask me the question all the time. Except the Starbucks. They say, Peter, what is it about when you lead the show that leads to such greatness for Don? Wow. And I've I, heard that question before. I simply say, I am a point guard. I am a point facilitator. God. You know, I am not, with all due respect, I love him. I'm not Allen Iverson. My job is to be Rajon Rondo. Practice. I'm here to get people the, the Brock. Play some defense. Do what I got to okay. do. If a, a good line for me, all I'm looking for, great night. 15 points, 18 assists. Wow. You go, wow. We did and That's something. a good day. That's a good day. And guess what? They look in the in the box score and they go, what Don do? 45 points. <laughs> Shot Breaking great records. from the floor. That, that's, that's all I'm trying to is do it, is facilitate my guy. Is it worth the deep dive to why these seem to happen more often when Michael's not here? You think we had the analytics department get into that? <laughs> Someone should dig in and you figure know, it out. I, I think the because Michael would have tackled that call first, and he would have had the same reaction, and I wouldn't have gotten a chance to rant about it. Right. Whereas, I, I'll just let he was see. ready in the meeting, and you know, yeah, ready. I saw it. So I, when I saw the calls getting, you know, the angle that a lot of the callers had, I said, you know what, this one looks good. Let's just sit back and let Don do what he does. And you hey, listen, I'm just happy that we came out with a W. 
This is an example of you putting in work. The drops come, they don't come. Exactly right. Thank you, Jacob. <laughs> um, and congratulations to a uh, former member of the K-Show, but still part of our family. And we could say that. Michael's not here. RJ. That's right. RJ and Ange gave birth to their beautiful first baby boy. Well, he didn't give birth. Well, Ange gave birth. That's a fact. RJ was there with a bunch of animal crackers, I was told. Okay. Uh, Antonio Hayes Santillo, born this morning, 424. Six pounds, nine ounces, 19 inches in length. I heard everybody's doing great. Probably very tired, but congrats to them. And we look forward to meeting little Antonio. I love Antonio. He's a great guy. Known him, great guy. Yeah, known him, known him since he was born and love what he stands for. How could you not? So you're good with uh, him not going to the wedding? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, I would love, I'd love for RJ to be there. Uh, and In fact, I'll reach back out to him and make sure that's the decision he wants to go with. Because here's what happened. He texted me on this weekend and said, hey, when do you need an, an answer by on numbers? I said, you know, you probably got a week. He said, okay, cool, let me know. I talked to Natalie, and she was like, hey, we meet with the venue on Monday. We should actually know by, like, Monday. So I hit him back, and I went, my bad. On second thought, need to know by Monday. So then he hits me up on Sunday and says, hey, the baby's, it's, it, we're two weeks from your wedding. We're less than two weeks now, and the baby's still not here, so I think the responsible thing for me to do is to just pull out. Well, if he'd been responsible doing that, there wouldn't be a baby. Um... <laughs> So I said, all right, I nice. totally understand. <laughs> Such an archaic method of birth control. L- literally, <laughs> RJ hit me up today, and he said two minutes after we had the conversation, the baby came a-knocking. Are you so taking maybe, responsibility? Uh, then I think, now I think he's back in. So he might, you know what, let's ask him. Listen. Maybe we'll get an answer at the I, end of the night. Coming from experience, he's got people to watch the kid. I know it's 12 days from now, and he's like, oh, it's still new, it's still fresh. He may want the break. Wow. No, it might that be early it, it'll happen? No, it could be the first break. It could be the first break right. he gets in, in 12 days. Is like, let me get four hours out right now. Another celebration of... So I wouldn't expect him to, to go the whole eight to two. No. 7.30 to one thirty. now. We've made a change. Oh, wow. What, something happened? We just decided to make a half hour party at the at one thirty. What'd you say? Somebody book a party at one thirty? No, no. We, we just we, we figured we figured it made more sense and we could do it. So why not just pull it a little earlier? Seven thirty. That's a sun. That's a sunset situation, isn't it? Well, yeah. But that was always a sunset situation. It was just a matter of basically the wedding people were like, "Hey, if you guys say the start time for this wedding is eight, people won't all be there for your ceremony until eight thirty. So why don't you make the start time seven thirty? So the ceremony is clearly underway by eight o'clock. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense. While people are filing it. So we. How are you doing? And I think RJ will be there. Wow. Andrew, we'll see. I'm going to write him right now. Well, guys, um, a couple weeks ago, we heard Robert Sala was asked about hard knocks, right? Let's let's hear what he had to say. I uh, haven't gotten word or anything like that. I, I know for I know there's several teams that would uh, love for hard, hard knocks to be in their building. We're just not one oh. of them. So. Not a single one. No and, one wants it. It's really a problem. And what they're going to have to do is force a team to do it. I'm so glad that you said it that way, Don, because according to Pro Football Talk today, a league source says the Jets are bracing for the preseason hard knocks assignment. Bracing for implying you're going to have to do this. Yeah, they're going to have to force it. Despite making it known both publicly and privately, they have a lack of interest. Now, of course, we want the Jets to be happy. They're on our air. But how amazing would a hard knocks be with this Jets offseason? I'm good. You don't want to see Don it? Don doesn't watch it. Don't watch, watch it. Well, he doesn't watch it. But so, Peter, for us, the people that will watch it. I think it would be terrific. I mean... We live it every day. We don't need it. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it is cool. It gives but you a little... But other people don't live it every day. Right. And, no, you know what, Don? It gives us the opportunity to end up on an episode, too. Well, listen, oh, yeah. Because they'll be filming when we're out there. But all... all um, 
Aaron Rodgers just says, I don't want to be on it. Then that then there's no interest really. You mean if you were to say sorry, I won't be no, a part of it. I'm not gonna be doing. Maybe we'll get a darkness retreat like looking. I, my, but you know what I'm gauging from a a a Raj based on how much he's doing this off season. I don't think he'd but say no. Is it really necessary? I think he'd want I mean, to be even there. if you love it, football prints money. They don't need the attention. If nobody wants to do it, don't do it. Why, why are you going to force somebody to do something they don't want to do? Now, the teams that are exempt are teams with a new coach or teams that made the playoffs the year before. That's why the Giants aren't being considered this year, although they've never done it and have zero interest to do it. They'll be next, by the way. Next time they But if they miss the playoffs, to... they'll, they'll, they'll have a chance. Commies have never done it. They're, I, up for, they're up for it, by the way. I, I, I really, if I'm Washington... You want to be inside the sale. I well, I do think it would be interesting, and I do think that like you're a team that's trying to rebrand and create a new image for yourself. I think it's like, hey, we really like this group we have, and Ron Rivera is a pretty likable guy for a show like that. Yeah. Let, let's do it. I mean, I, I I would do it. I think it's a safe time to do it. No one has any expectations of this team. The Jets, who believe they're going to compete for a Super Bowl. I can see why they'd be a little bit more apprehensive, but can I be honest? I'm so sick. These football teams take themselves so entirely too seriously. <laughs> God, no one can figure anything out from hard knocks. Stop yourself. Well, Tyler Conklin was on a bunch of shows today, one of them being our own DNR, which you can hear every morning 6 to 10. Yeah, he did the rounds today, Tyler Conklin. I think, I think we're going to lose Tom for a while, by the if way. If Tyler Conklin walked in here nude wow. with, with Tyler Conklin written across his butt cheeks. Greg Buttle would know. I would not know who it was, Don, would you? I mean, I know the player. I, I don't but if know if he, I recognize he walked him in right naked. now. Don, you know uh, we do the player. We do, <laughs> well, we do have who to be naked if it, was, if it was on his butt cheeks. Yeah, no, and you have to turn around. I don't know what would be happening. But, we, you know, they do the who to watch for in the Jet pregames, uh, Dan and Greg, every every game. I think, and I'm not exaggerating because I put together the compilation of it, I think Greg picked Tyler Conklin last year as the player to watch 13 times. Come on. Uh, including preseason games and things like that. Wow. Any of the tight ends came up at one point. Anyway, uh, Tyler Conklin, DNR, how important was having Aaron Rodgers at OTAs? It was huge. I just think he has such a unique way of doing things, uh, whether it's snap count, just like little nuances he has, uh, you know, from play to play, whether it's trying to get a free play or, uh, you know, just other little things when there's, you know, blitzes and whatnot. I think it was it was huge for, especially still a really young team, to uh, learn from somebody with that much experience and you know, someone that's obviously won a Super Bowl. The guys on DNR talked about it this morning. You know who would be great on Hard Knocks? Tyler Conklin. Tyler Conklin. He's I got the personality for it. I can't. I, you know what the world is waiting for? The explosion of Tyler Conklin. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like let me just get outside of Jets fans' heads for a second. Just the, the casual football mind. Sure. Everyone's going, what's Conklin thinking? What's he going to say? Can we get him on more shows? By the way, though, in all seriousness, I'm, I'm, I'm making fun of him because I think it's kind of inside Jets to care that much about Terry. Uh, uh, what's his name? Ty, Tyler Conklin. Tyler Conklin. He does sound great, actually, though. But I will tell you what, Peter. Atta you know boy. who else thought the exact same thing? You did ask that exact same question. Hmm. Good morning football this morning. Is there room, Tyler Conklin? In the Jet universe for Dalvin Cook. He did both. There's plenty of room. We got room for whoever wants to lot. come help us win a Super Bowl. But yeah, uh, me and Delvin were like basically locker mates. So my first couple of years and you know, he was an awesome guy. I reached out to him because I was just curious, like, are the rumors true? You know, are, is this actually possible? And uh, I mean, that would be a special backfield with, you know, Brace and Delvin and the rookie and, and whatnot. So Mike Carter, I don't know. That'd be, there's a lot, there's a lot of running backs, but I think that would be special, especially in this outside zone scheme. Now, Tyler Conklin, as you all know, former Viking, of course. Current, I'm not just telling you that. Current now. No, he's a Jet. And he was, of course, as you said, almost locker mates with Dalvin Cook. So, Dalvin, so Good Morning Football tweeted that out. And why am I telling this to you? Why? We, I don't know. Because There's Dalvin Cook quote tweeted it Ooh. with the 100 emoji. Ooh. So, he's following Woody Johnson. 
He's following the Jets. Dalvin yeah. Cook is. I mean, Dalvin, he's no dummy. He, I mean, he is. Dalvin Cook knows that he's going to get himself a nice opportunity here and, and pick a good landing spot. Like, this is a guy, Don, well, who absolutely should be playing somewhere. It's kind of crazy that he's out of a job right he'll now. He'll get so. more money elsewhere, but does he want a chance to win? And to play with A.A. Raj. I think, I think anybody that could play on this Jets team this year should want he'll, to if they have the He'll be 28 at the start of the season. We all know that that line of demarcation seems to be 27, but since his torn MCL or ACL, I forget what it was, the last three, four years, he's been outstanding. But can the Jets afford it? Well, it seems like they can, Don, because running backs. I don't know if you know this. They're not getting. They're not getting paid. I a whole know, lot. but 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 the number of running backs and then the running backs they have don't make a lot of money. No, they don't. But I, I don't know if you're giving this guy uh, ten, twelve million. It's going to have to be less than that. I think he's got a chance to make more someplace else, but it might not be with a team that's got a Hall of Fame quarterback and a chance to to compete for a Super Bowl. If you want to hear about the state of running backs in the NFL right now, look no further than Melvin Gordon, who yeah. was talking about it on the Jim Rome well, he show. Knows. It's just so tough for running backs right now, man. You have a lot of running backs that's out there, and <laughs> we just don't get no love. It's literally the worst position to play in NFL right now. It literally sucks. Can you point to when that happened and what happened? Why is that? After Ty got paid, you know, Sean McVay came out and said, I'll never pay a running back again, and I'll just, you know, use them and then, you know, rotate them out. I think after that statement was made, and then I think they won the Super Bowl, everybody just followed suit, I think. I mean, we're seeing it with Saquon yeah. Barkley. You know, everyone knows Ezekiel Elliott doesn't have a team yet, right? He's free agent. Yeah, yeah still knows. isn't free that agent. crazy? I mean, but there's he, names out there that could help teams win games, no. playoff games. He mentioned Todd, Todd Gurley, of course. High draft pick, got the big money. And, you know, when you get one of the smartest coaches in the league who says it was dumb that we did that, you know, that, and that, that, that he's right. That's when it started. Like, yeah, why do we have to... I hate it. all this money. I hate it. I hate the disrespect hate to the position. I love the position. We grew up. I mean, listen. I'm not saying they're wrong from a business standpoint. I just grew up with like the running back position was everything. I grew up on the in, in the Barry Sanders Emmett Smith era, and now it just mm-hmm. is not it's not the same. But you know, maybe maybe it's just Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley went to the Pro Bowl three of his first four years, and he was out of the league at 26. And you're a bad ACL injury, essentially, away from well, yeah, the primes of your career going away, especially yeah. if your shelf, what is it, Don? You just said it. Oh, well, he's going to be like 28. His shelf is up to 30, if that, for any no, running back? Well, I, I think once once you're beyond 27 years old, they kind of lose an appetite. But he's been good. And now Adrian Peterson bucked that trend. Marcus Allen bucked that trend. But the norm tells you that you know Todd Gurley, who, where was he drafted? D- yeah, he, he was 10th. The 10th overall tenth. pick. He had he had uh, a thousand yard seasons in, in in three of his first four years. Led the league in touchdowns in 17 and 18. Had 12 touchdowns in 19. Then uh, 678 in yards, nine touchdowns, and then he was out of league. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I got news here for you. Uh, Breaking news? It's not sports breaking news, but it's big news for our listeners. It's important. If you're listening right now, it's big news. 
The Federal Highway Administration has approved the Manhattan Congestion Pricing Plan. Effective oh, when? Wow. The Federal Highway Administration has approved New York's congestion pricing plan, clearing the way for the city to begin charging drivers to enter Manhattan's central business district. It is the final hurdle that will allow the MTA to begin its first-in-the-nation congestion pricing plan, charging motorists a fee anytime they go below 60th Street. It's not being received well by officials on the other side of the river. Uh, Phil Murphy hired two lawyers to explore legal options. Spokesperson for Murphy said the Federal Highway Administration's decision to greenlight the MTA's proposal tolling program marks yet another slight against hardworking New Jerseyans in favor of an agency concerned not with removing vehicles from our roads, but with lining its own coffers. What the F? You'll be seeing me take the train almost every day when that happens. The fee structure will be set by a mobility panel, which will include decisions about exemptions and whether the price will be determined by the time of day. So, like, selfishly, and I think, let's be honest, all of us feel selfish about this. How will it affect us? Yeah. As someone who lives right here above 60th Street, I'm like, wait a second. Are you literally going to treat us the same if we're within five blocks of the line? I'd hope not. You would think, because you already pay the premium for living anywhere near 60th Street. Proof of residency will get you a yeah, little like, bit of a discount Yeah, like, can that give you there? anything? And are they really going to start at $23? Here's the part that blows my mind. I can't imagine. We've been surviving without this forever. Right. I get it. Now you supposedly want less cars in the city. A good idea on paper I think we could all agree with. Sure. The problem is none of us actually believe in the MTA because they raise the prices every single year on everything and nothing gets better. Let's be honest, our subway system is an absolute dump and embarrassment. If you've been to other if you've if you've been on the subway in Paris, if you've ever been on oh my god, I won't even mention Japan where you could eat food off the ground on the subway. Wow, that's something. They can't even put up You plastic. can do that here. They can't put up plastic in our subway system so crazy people don't shove people into the tracks. Now, they're going to collect potentially $20 a person who drives below 60th Street, and we're supposed to trust that that money's going to get spent the right way? How about we start with a $2 toll? A $3? You were making nothing yesterday. And here's where I'll call foul on it. If you remember during COVID, um, Mayor Adams was saying, come back into the city. All these people working from home, you're killing the mom and pop stores, you're killing the coffee shops, you're killing the breakfast sandwich places, you're killing the trucks because you're not in the, in the buying stuff and they're, and they're going out of business. Well, now that we have the technology since COVID where we can work from home, like they're going to be people like, I'm not paying that and I'm not coming into the city. $23 so, a day, five how days is a week. And by the way, people can't afford it. So, yeah, of course, a lot of right. it. So, but, but I'm saying you negotiate contracts. Like, listen, if I can work from home and not have to pay that. Well, and and this, is, this is an important thing to note. And I'm sorry, this is not a political show, but this is, to me isn't a, this is one of the very rare people? non-left or right issues. Never right. do politics. This is show. actually, no, I never do. This is not a left or right issue, honestly. This is a driver, non-driver issue. And, yes. and one thing that a lot of people don't know, and I think the politicians are completely missing here, is they are assuming that every person driving has a lot of money. And they don't realize, particularly for people from the from the boroughs, driving is part of life and you don't have to be rich to drive. In fact, a lot of people who are not rich drive. There are people driving home right now from using their hands, working hard all day long for 10, 12 hours who drive their car back to their neighborhood and park. Who are you now, You're now going to make it prohibitively expensive for them to get around and work in the city. It, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a really nice idea in theory to have less people uh, in the city and have less uh, congestion, but it's to me it's nonsense it, and it's a it's it's a get money scheme. I'm sorry. Maybe they'll maybe the MTA will actually pay their workers a living wage as well. If, if all this money's coming, well, I mean, we you would well think if they're getting billions. Of, and by the way, this all comes with the fact that they're going to start adding the the full on speed camps all uh, all over the LIE. So now when you're on Great. the highways around Long Island, 
the second you go over the speed limit, they're going to automatically be sending people tickets. At you know, you if the speed limit's sixty five and you hit sixty eight, boom, you're getting a ticket. Right. So they're going to get us one way or the other. Sorry, back to sports. Now, if you want to pay twenty three dollars and go to Queens from the city and go to the Forest Hills Stadium there, where they have some nice concerts, you would have saw a friend of the show, or we're assuming friend of the show this weekend, Zach Bryan. Remember, Don, you said that somebody came oh, up to yeah. Dave asking about where's Don. I love Don. I love Rance. That's right. Well, yeah. Zach Bryan, we we knocked it down to Thomas Rhett and Zach Bryan, right? And Thomas yeah. Rhett's not from the area. Zach Bryan did a concert in Forest Hills this weekend. Okay. Can we assume he's at least like you know if he's doing concerts in Forest Hills? Potentially, although a lot of people play in Forest he Hills. He could be from friend of, Forest Hills. Let's just right. say he's a friend of the show. Okay. Well, you know who else likes Zach Bryan? I mean, Daniel the Cure Jones. at the Garden. I don't think they're mm. from New York. Yeah, it's a great. Point. No, but this is Forest Hills Stadium. I mean, it's not you know. Well, you know you'll, play, you'll play where you can fill. Friend yeah. of the show. Yeah. Zach Bryan. Uh-huh. Daniel Jones, also a fan of uh-huh. Zach Bryan, okay. comes on the stage this weekend. Let's hear. Let's hear this. He went on stage. Oh, he went on stage. Big fan. Don, I don't know if you're going to be a fan of Zach Bryan anymore. If you if you heard the subtle "Go Birds," Zach Bryan letting Daniel Jones know as he's singing along to one of his songs, he is an Eagles fan. That's oh, disgusting, and it's sad, and it's embarrassing. And a, a former producer, Andrew Gunling, would have loved this. Loved yeah, but you invited guy. him on stage. What? Just to embarrass him? How big? Oh, a, how, I, I love this. How guy. big? A, how big a country guy is this uh, Zach Bryan? He's up and coming. He's very. I, I think he's very popular. I like his music. And he's good. where do you where does one hear country in New York on your on your Sirius XM? Sirius XM. Yeah, can't I hear like the highway. I what, happened, we, what happened to Nash? Remember there was a Nash. It was ninety four seven was a country station. Oh no, for that's a while. now the block. That's old. Yeah, that's right. Our old radio station ten fifty. Yeah. It used to be WHN, which is a country station when I was a kid. Oh. My father loved it. For many years, there was no country here at all. Yep. No. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that Daniel Jones. I'm sure so many of his compadres on the Giants just love to sit back and listen to country with them. Oh, absolutely! But they have hey, Jimmy Butler yeah. was playing country. They said that when Jimmy had the ox in the heat, he was playing country really? music to calm everybody down. But doesn't that sound right for Jimmy Butler? Absolutely, that's Jimmy it does. Buckets. Baby. But I don't know. It could be just fun. He's an Eagles fan. They, they might have just had fun with it. I don't yeah, know no, no, they're they're just messing. I'm sure he had to know. And one more thing before we go, guys. We're running up against it. Why? Yeah. Well, we got we got a clock that we have to follow. Okay. Yeah. On Fox uh, this weekend in London, Derek Jeter what? made his debut. Foggy London Town. Foggy London Town, London yeah. Town, yeah. David Ortiz and Derek Jeter were on the broadcast for the first That's time. That's big pop. And I believe it's Derek Jeter's birthday. So David Ortiz thought it would be a great idea to give Derek Jeter a gift. You know what? I got a gift for you. Oh, okay. You went shopping? From all of us, you know. Open it up, Cap. Come on. Oh, so nice. Oh, so touching. Nice. nice. Great teammate. Oh. <laughs> oh. Turn it around, man. Turn it around. Oh. Come on, man. A Derek it's Jeter been, Red Sox jersey. It's, it's been a great time spending with you guys here. I, you won't see me anymore. Well, what a, my last day at Well, it's been, it's been a good 24 hours. <laughs> You're unbelievable. What an unpredictable oh. joke. Who would have ever done? I never guessed in a million years that was going to be what it was. A Jeter Red Sox Jeter jersey. Jeter 2 jersey with the name on the back now, what, and everything. What's more compelling to me is hearing A-Rod and Jeter there. So A-Rod worked both days. He did he did part of yeah. the broadcast for Fox yeah. on Saturday and, then and Sunday ESPN on ESPN, Sunday. Yeah. That's a working man right there. That's a guy well, who's got a deal. Happy mm. birthday today, Derek Jeter. How That's old? right. Jeets, I'd say he is... Uh, he's He is... Hold on. 49. Bang. Wow. And you know what? That'll do it for you and everybody. 
Presented by D'Agostino Associates, the injury firm. Almost 35 years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey. 8824, Law 24, D'Agostino. Bite back. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.